0: Uh-huh, that's a little snippet from a vine that I did two weeks ago when I was at the match, the Sullen v Newcastle match, which if you've seen the title of this podcast, that's what I'm going to be talking about today. So i have just getting back from the UK yesterday, I'm very jet lagged, I would like to have done this this podcast while I was there, but none of me... I'm sitting down in my equipment, oh, I've got some microphone, which, if you can tell by every time I say the letter, P, 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 P it goes weird, so I should have probably done it out there, anyway, yeah, so I was just got back yesterday, and that was a, it was a, I don't want to say it was a, it was a great trip, uh, something happened in me personal life, what was very bad, me, me nana, who I'm very close to, passed away, leukemia, uh, I've not told anyone really, apart from my close friends and family, and now you lot on here. Uh, but I've never came on here to talk about that. So I talked about what happened. Now. So I was at me stopping my house in Sullivan and got tickets for the match. Buzzing. Sullivan versus Newcastle. The biggest derby game like ever. It's, it's, I mean, well, I think it is anyway. I'm sure other clubs feel the same when they have their derbies. But it's just. Amazing! The second time I've ever been to a uh, a derby game away at Newcastle, and if, if if you're not familiar with football or if you're American soccer, uh, and I'm sure you know what a derby is—it's where two teams hate each other, <laughs> uh, like rivals, massive rivals. I'm just moving on, and that's what this was: two massive rivals, Sunderland versus Newcastle. So. Let us let us just start off by by the, the morning of the match, right? I'm jet-lagged. I get up at six o'clock. No, in fact, I wasn't. I was up at in fact, I was up at three o'clock. That's right. I was up at three o'clock in the morning, wide awake. I've been home for two days, and uh, I'm, I'm starving. So the, the only the only place <laughs> I kind of people admitting this, the only place that's open in Sunland, where, where I live in in the Sustruth Spangling area. Is McDonald's, and because I'm there, I haven't got a car, so I thought, uh, I, I, this is at 6 o'clock in the morning now, I've been up since 3, so I, I thought, I'm going to go for a run, I was I think I was drinking the night before, I was, I was drinking the night before, so I'm, I'm going to go for a run, burn a few calories, and I'm going to run to McDonald's, I haven't got a car, so, uh, <laughs> and if you follow us on Twitter, you'll probably see me tweet, so I'm all I'm, Vine, I'm, I'm, I'm running to McDonald's, and I run past me old school, so, <laughs> I, I get my vine up out and I put a vine on the school and put, uh, put it on me, and then I, then I send a tweet while I'm running so it tells you how fast I'm running. I'm probably walking because my about a mile away from where my mum lives. So I put the tweet out, uh, running past my old school, uh, really making me miss, miss my boxing days uh, when I was fighting. Anyway, I thought nothing of it, put, put, put the vine out there, and then on Twitter, and then and then I get to McDonald's, the final destination, about one mile. To, it was like ten minutes or whatever it was, and I'm there stuffing me face with these new McDonald's wraps, having a coffee, uh, just playing on my phone. I'm reading the tweets off of people what they're replying, with me running. And, I, and mainly, I was getting tweeted because I was being given the Newcastle fans loads of shit, posting pictures and stuff like that, and. And I, beat, I even got a death threat. <laughs> so one of them said they're going. When I come from you, so they're going to stab us if they see us. So they said when I get when I get there, they want to kill us and all that, which is pretty standard, you know, after, where, where I get uh, abuse. So I'm reading. All of me, I'm sitting there in McDonald's in the corner next to the window, reading uh, reading all these tweets, stuffing me face full of McDonald's shitty food, uh, supping on my coffee. You're just in a little world of me, and then I hear a <coughs> pop a bang on the window. I absolutely shit myself. I thought it was, I thought it was a Newcastle fan, just gonna beat us up. Because <laughs> that's what I must have been in the mind mindset of, uh ooh, when, when I'm gonna go through Newcastle, and I've got to watch me back because some, they're all seen they're all gonna kill us. So then I hear this bang on the window, and I turn around and I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> ..it's been made, and he's laughing his head off. Uh, comes in, he says, what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in here? i am just seen your tweet, you said you were running. So I'm like, oh, uh, uh, and I'm laughing with him I'm being caught, red-handed, really, pretending to the world that I'm out training and I'm not, I'm stuffing my face with McDonald's. So he took some pictures of it, takes a picture of us really quick and he posts it. And I said, where are you going anyway? It's 6.30 in the morning, now, where are you going? He's, he's got his jeans on, he says, we're going to the, uh, I'm not going to see the pub, I'm not going to see the pub names because... Uh, I don't think they should have been nothing this time. I'm going to this this pub. He coming down. I said, "All right then." I'm I'm wide awake. So at six thirty in the morning, I get in the car with him and all other, other boys, and they take us back home. <laughs> They're all laughing at us because I was supposed to be running. And then I I get a shower, get my gear on, go down the pub. Uh, this pub next to where my mum and dad lives, and uh, I can't believe it. The, the, the pub's full. Of, there's about thirty. Possibly 50 Sullen fans are in the pub are drinking at 7 in the morning. Now, that tells you just how big of a game this is. You're getting boys... My mate who, who, who met us at McDonald's, he never gets out of bed. So, for, for... For all these lads to be on a Saturday morning up at 30 7am on the drink, just shows you how big of a game this is. The game's massive. So, I'm there, 7 in the morning, pint of lager, uh drinking away, talking to all the all the Sunderland fans and all all, all me mates and that. And uh so w- the the pints are going down nicely and then this is all we're gonna and I'm not gonna name this other pub, it's in Sunderland. uh We're gonna we're going we're going to this bar at nine o'clock, so I was like, oh sound. Get a taxi down with them all and there's about there's about ten of them in our crowd, ten lads. uh and we're getting to this bar and I've never seen anything like it in my life. I'm telling you, it, it was mad, absolutely mad. And if you've seen the Vine that I posted, uh, it tells you a little bit about the bar. So, we we'll walks outside, and it's like a house. And there's a bloke outside, and he looks, looks at us all, and he went, all right, lads. Knocks on the door. There's a little shutter on the door, opens up. Someone looks through, and, it, and the bloke says, these are all right. And then we get inside, and it's like, what the... It's like something off a of film, uh, off *Sons of Anarchy* or something like that. <laughs> and uh, we we'll go upstairs in in this little pub, whatever it is, and it's absolutely packed. By this time, it's nine in the morning. It is absolutely packed. You you kind of it's just you just squashed. There's rave music blasting, <laughs> real fast music like that. It's full of blokes, uh, full of sort like like who's gone to the match. Uh, and I'm telling you, it, it, I've never seen anything like it. So by the time I get to the bar, uh, I actually got squeezed through every, uh, squeezed past everyone. We get to the bar, and then there's a, uh, there's two women, and then there's a girl, and I'm not exaggerating. She must have been nine or ten years old, helping the other women serve the drinks. It's, it, like I say, it's not like something I've never seen before, and it's rammed. You can't get a drink. Uh, you can't. You can't get. You can't get moved anywhere. There's people sniffing coke off the tables. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it, it felt like, like so, like the police were going to raid, and I was going to get arrested. I felt like I was going to get arrested just for being in there. It was it was that sort of environment. And People were smoking in there and and everything, and it was great. It was absolutely great really really good I enjoy it really enjoy it in there just, just just, because of what it was and the day of the match and everyone was all excited so from there I was going go to go the, to the stadium and get the coach with everyone but changed my mind I decided to get the uh, to get the, the metro the metro train which is supposed to be the crazy thing to do I, I suppose so I get to the metro train and, uh, and it was packed on there and it, but it was good, and it, it was all the Southern fans all singing, chanting songs and all that. And and then they all seen me and they start chanting, <laughs> chanting songs about me. And I uh, was like, shit! Look at all these people. It was it was really, really great. I was overwhelmed with the uh, with the response I got on that on that metro train. And I was really glad I got it. And then and then they start singing this song, and I, I took a vine of it because I was so overwhelmed, and I want to play it for you now. So what they're saying is, Tony, give us a song. Tony, Tony, give us a song. And then that went, oh, shh, 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 everyone, shh, everyone be quiet. And then everyone was quiet. And they were waiting for me to give them a song. And I mean, I'm not a singer, but. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the first thing I caught in my head was, uh, if you hate Newcastle, clap your hands. And then <laughs> that's what shouts at that. If you hate Newcastle, grab your hands. And then everyone on the train started singing along with it, and it was uh, it was amazing. It really, really was. It was a quality experience. That uh, and I mean, when I was boxing, I, I've had that before. People at the match chanting stuff, and now it's it's amazing. Their of fans is is the, is the best. They really are. So anyway, it gets off the train. Uh, and and I, I don't think we will had police escorts this time, so we get off the train. We've got to walk through Newcastle. I think it's about a mile, maybe three quarters of a mile to the to the ground. But there's police everywhere, even though they're not escorting us there. So so I'm walking up and and we're right at the front of the crowd and trying to get the get, get the stadium fast to get a drink before the match starts. And we're mixing with Newcastle fans, and the first Newcastle fan will see, it's about it's a bloke. He's about uh, he's about 45 year old glasses on, about five foot seven, five foot eight, and he's and he's with another bloke, uh older bloke, and, and he's got two kids with him. And he looked at me, I mean he didn't know who I was, but he looked at me and I seen him clench his fists and like staring, start getting angry <laughs> as if he was gonna do something. And this was why I was walking and I just felt like he he thought because He's a Newcastle fan, and I'm, and I'm a Sunland fan. I wear Sunland fans that he had to, he had to, he had to protect his family or he, or, he, or, he had to, or he had to have a fight. And I would just see the anger in his face because, like, the rivalry, <laughs> I mean, it's stupid, really. I, like, wanted to fight because of that. And I really do think that fighting at, at football matches is, is stupid because of what team you support. And I know Sunland fans fight... And Newcastle fans fighting, loads of fans do. So you, this this guy he wants to he wants to fight as well. he always wants to have punches. <laughs> so I just look at him and I laugh and I, I walk past him. I'm thinking I'm not gonna I'm not gonna even get into it or give it give it the time of day So when we, got, when we got the match and all that, the match it was it was great great experience. The, the chanting, like the video that I, I played at the beginning of this podcast for the intro, that was uh, that was what it was like all the time. Quality support. For the Sullen fans, uh, from the Sunland fans, and then it was nil-nil until the ninety-minute, ninetieth minute, the last minute of the game when Sullivan scored. And I'm telling you, I grew up with football, and I've, it's the most I've, I've ever jumped around and cheered, and the most noise I've ever made, and the happiest I've ever been for any one goal that I can remember from football. From this goal, it was class. It was quality, and that was it. I got that won the game for us, and then we, then we won the game, and uh, it, it was it was great. And then I then I had to, so after the match, I'm not I've not talked about the match much, but after the match, then we had to walk back to the back of the train. On the way down, it was as, it was as if the the police were trying to provoke the the, the Sunderland fans, and I was I was one of them. Like uh, so, I'm I'm walking back and. I'm, I'm at the back of the, the crowd this time, and with a, another couple of, a couple of lads. And the police on the horses are, come on, fucking area up, fucking area up. That's just the way they're speaking to the to the to the Sun fans. Fucking come on, area up, area up. And then one of them on the horse was like ramming the horse, walking the horse, and I swear down, sw- uh, ramming the horse into into one of the one of the lads, like not not a lad who was with me. And I was just thinking, you fucking prick. We are authority, and then they were shoving, shoving the fans like, "Come on, hurry up, stop, stop, walking slow," and I, I, I pissed us off. It really did, and I was thinking, "Please, don't touch me!" Like the police because I don't know what I would have done because it was just boiling me, pissed that much. That they were talking to other men, grown men, like shit, and the grown men had done nothing. So that that was the police through Newcastle. They were, they were being proper knobheads about these fans and and i, and I wasn 't drunk and I would see how what was happening and the sunland fans weren 't doing anything wrong and the police were just being pure tools and using their authority it, it was out of order <laughs> and I was thinking no the wonder last because the last sunderland Newcastle match uh, if you 're not familiar with with uh, football if you if you watch it, if you' listen to this and you 're not a football fan there was a Newcastle fan punched a horse and <laughs> and if you've if you've seen any of my pictures I've posted a few pictures about it and he punched a horse and got all of shit in. and I, I'm not surprised he punched the horse if the if the the police officer was doing what he was doing I would have thought punching a horse if 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 the police officer was ramming the horse into me out of order uh anyway so I got got back on the train I hate I hate talk negative on on the podcast like this. so I got back on the train and uh and went home and Went back, went back to the in and town. And if you listen to me, me column, I think it was the the number three column I did about. Do people still recognise us and talking about how how good it was when people still recognised who I was, even though after I packed boxing and stuff, how it does feel great. And, but what felt what feels even better, and I got a quite a bit while I was over there, was how many people come up to us and said that they're listening to the podcast. They say, oh, Tony, I love your podcast. I listen to your podcast. I was shocked by it, and it was a." Uh, it was it was awesome. Like, I really really loved that, and <laughs> I suppose at the same time I—I'm not exaggerating. I must have had five, maybe maybe six people come up to me and say, "Oh Tony, I read your column every week. I love it. I absolutely love your column," or, or that sort of, that sort of thing. Tell us that I'll, the will read me column in the Sunday Sun. I'm like oh. I like, "Oh thanks, mate." I didn't didn't want to tell them that. No, you don't read me call him on the Sunday sun because I stopped doing that about a year just over a year ago, so <laughs> but uh, thanks though. I'm sure that the the read it at one time and they liked it, so I can take that as a compliment. Well that's it for this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. It's short the shortest one I've done yet. Yeah, I'm looking now, it's seventeen minutes long. So thanks for listening. Like I always say, any feedback you can give us, uh, any guests you want on, please let us know. I've got a few people. see the one Brendan on the USC fighter train. So he's going to come on. And please leave us a review on iTunes. I've already got a few and I absolutely can't thank you enough. they great. They're all really good. So thanks very much for that. And I'm going to leave you with this.